I want to tell you guys about Scentbird. What is it? Well, I'm going to tell you. It's a fragrance subscription, and it lets you choose a new designer fragrance to try every month for only 17 bucks. Yeah, 17 bucks. This one is amazing. So they sent a few. This one is the Sana Jardin. It's from Paris. Um, and it just smells so wonderful. And I, I, the fact that I have, to, I have to give these away, I'm going to give them to my wife and I'm giving them to my daughter, which I ha I'm going to do. It's going to be a nice gift. But I want them to, I, I, truth be told, I like to, to be wonderfully smelling like this in my office all day long. But nonetheless, and there's Radio Bombay also. Another one. These scents, they're so like, oh, so nice. They're just so, um, the word's elegant for me. And it's like from, I, I, I like something that's not too strong and something that just gets your attention like that. And that's what both of them do. You don't have to invest a lot of money on designer fragrances if you try Scentbird. Scentbird offers affordable and flexible subscription plans and you can skip, cancel your subscription at any time, making it a hassle-free experience. Every month you get to pick what you want to receive, no surprises whatsoever. They have over 600 perfumes, colognes, and a lot of unisex options. With each fragrance, you get a 30-day supply so you can try out fragrances before committing to a full-size bottle. And that can cost over 150 and sometimes over 300 to 500 bucks. So this is how you do it. Use my coupon code HARLOFF and you get 55% off at Scentbird. And use my code HARLOFF for 55% off. It's just a little over $7 for your first month. That's amazing. Available in U.S. and Canada. Scentbird. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the big thing live. Yeah. I'm excited that we're back. I'm excited that it's uh it's it's a Monday. I know a lot of people don't get excited for Mondays. I do. I like these shows. I like talking to my buddy John. I like to talk to you guys. And the topic isn't, I mean, it sucks. It sucks, but it needs to be talked about. Um, there's some like really disturbing allegations against Vince McMahon and the WWE and a um, lot just kind of, the, you know, Vince had stuff that came out against him. Uh, I think it was like a year, two years ago, whatever it was. And he stepped down and then he came back and sold and sold the company. And then Endeavor bought it over. And then there was still kind of rumblings that he was still, there was still shit that he was involved in. And then it came to light and just crashed down and right before the Royal Rumble and, um, we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble itself also, but the question is, can the WWE recover from this? Now it is like first time I think in, I don't know, 50, 60 years that no McMahon is involved in the company whatsoever or something like that. So let's talk about that. I think they can recover. Um, I don't think that Triple H had the best response when asked um, at the press conference. I thought Cody Rhodes had a great response. I thought Cody Rhodes crushed it. Cody Rose, you can tell from being an executive, um, had a better answer than Triple H. But we'll discuss all that. We'll talk about the WWE moving forward and what they can do and the event itself. And we'll talk a little wrestling. We'll talk about the fact that uh, it would, the CM Punk and what, what's the future with him and all that. But then we're going to shift to movie news. And that Ghostbusters 2 trailer hit. Aquaman 2 still making money. $400 million. Not going to be the big, uh, the the big huge bomb they thought it was going to be. Uh, there's other things you talk about box office. Not a good box office weekend, but Mean Girls won again. Tons of stuff to talk about here, guys. Tons. Brand new to the channel? Hit that subscribe button. Trying to get to 200 faster than we got to 100. We are about at like 121, almost at 121. I think that's true. Is that true? Or am I lying? No, I'm, I'm I'm telling the truth. 121. So we hope 
that you guys will be a part of it. And I already see, even before we started, tons of super chats coming in. Ask your questions. We'll get to all of them. The way that Monday show works is we go through our main topics. And then at the end of the show, we get through all the super chats. We'll be here until they're done. Promise. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. That's what we do here. So that's it. That's what I said. Let's do it. It's big thing. It's Monday. It's live. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the big thing. It is Monday, and it is me, and joined, as always, on Mondays now, the outlaw John Roke. What's up, Johnny? How you doing? What's up, everybody? How's it going? How's it going, brother? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it was the weekend was it, it turns, curves, swerves. I had things that we're supposed to do this weekend with the family, and then things oh, no. were kind of curveball. Yeah, but it, it's 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 fine. It's yeah. fine. But uh, they're good. Yeah, everything's good. But uh, yeah, look, I watched the, the whole thing is I was planning. What was funny is that I was planning uh, because my wife was going to go out of town. She didn't wind up doing it, but she was going to go out of town. Oh, okay. And I was going to be with the kids. And the, the whole plan was to just, I have my, my, my one cheat day because I've been eating better. Yeah, you can tell. We're just going to, thank you. We're just going to eat a lot of pizza and watch the Royal Rumble. It's a Sunday. It's a cheat day. Hell yeah. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Right. That's right. You're, you're like me, though. Old school, yeah. old school Sundays is when I was because I because I, I I would be lying if I didn't say, guys, Sunday, we're going to do it. And I'd be like, that's not what they do anymore. And I think it's a better idea to do it on Saturdays. 100 percent. Um, But I'd be lying if I didn't say it didn't have the same kind of like excitement mm. because I was like, yeah, I know he's not there anymore. But it's, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's still, because, and the first thing I'll say is that like, like anything else what we're talking about, allegations are allegations. The evidence ain't great no. so far Oof. at all. No. Um, but no one's been proven guilty yet. And he came out today. We're talking about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon came out today and had made a statement that seemed like any statement that someone would make is like, not true. My lawyers will prove that I'm telling the truth but we can't do the public opinion you're guilty you can just say it don't look good right, uh, you, look can, good. you can say that you can say it doesn't look good those text messages do not look good they don't look good no uh, they don't look good. they look terrible look yes. they look evil they look uh demented they look uh it, it, it looked crazy it looked bad it yeah. looked bad yeah but i have to always say no matter who we're talking about right. until you're proven guilty no matter what it is it's still allegations right but this stuff, I mean, you and I talked about this for a bit when, what was it? Was it a year and a half, two years ago when he when he stepped down the first time? Yeah, yeah. He was making payments. He was doing this. And there's a lot of different allegations. He was having affairs. There's allegations. But yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it. Did you know about this particular case? Or was it kind of like a bombshell like everything else? No, this is kind of like a bombshell. I mean, like Cody said in his, which I think you said really well, Cody said in his post-match presser, post-Rumble event presser, he said, like, we were finding out about this just as you were. Right. I don't believe Triple H was finding out about this just as everybody else was. I mean, the man's his fuck his father-in-law. So that's a separate conversation. But I think Cody was telling the truth. I think a lot of us didn't know quite the extent. Like you'd expect him to, you know, cheat on his wife. That that was pretty much an open thing for a long time. Paying right. off women, that's not a good look, especially because you're in a position of power and you've taken advantage of people in lower positions of power at your company, or women. That's just not a good look on many levels. Okay, good. You're gone. They pay you out. You're good to go. 
but then you force your way back in and it takes this kind of accusation, like this level of an accusation to finally get people to go, brother, you got to go. Like Nick Khan and Tony, uh, I'm sorry, Nick Khan and uh, Triple H and um, Ari Emanuel just being like sitting him down going like, look, you got to go, son. We can't have you here. And so that is was a really surprising uh, result here. I thought he'd fight until the end, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I think that they knew, I think even he knew he stays your sponsors go bye-bye. Well, Slim Jim pulled out immediately. Immediately. Yeah. So just go bye-bye. So they said, dude, yeah, come on. You still, you got your stocks. You got everything. Cause he's still making money. That's the thing. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. He's still making money. Yeah. And then if you look at Ronda Rousey's thing, or Ronda Rousey said, like yeah, Ronda Bruce Rousey had mentioned that as long as Bruce Pritchard is there, then yeah. he's Vince is going to have somebody there. And look, I, I, Vince is my old boss. I worked for Vince you too. almost two months, you know, and, and, there's a lot of truth to what Ronda Rousey said as far as that was back in 2001. There's a lot of like very much Bruce right there with Vince. Yeah. But that I, I, I he, I don't see, I didn't see him mentioned in any of the allegations or anything to do. I did hear that they were going to pretty much clean up from what they were saying about Ari Emanuel is that they're just going to kind of anyone just even associated with Vince is probably going to get, again, these are rumors, but going right. to get the ax. Um, so who knows if he's safe? Bruce Pritchard, right? But no, I don't. I don't know if Triple H is safe, to be honest with you. So it, because she she mentioned four executives that mm -hmm. were unnamed who yeah. knew about this. So the speculation has been running wild all over the internet about who knew, who didn't know, and and what have you. And at this right. point, we can't rule out anybody. We can't rule out right. the Undertaker. We can't rule out the Rock. We can't rule out anybody who was around during the Attitude Era and during that time. And this wasn't wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't yes. attitude error when she was when she was there, was it? Was it well? I mean, any, but they're all still involved in the company. So would they well, have sure. known? Would they have well, seen? Would they have heard stuff? Would but she wasn't hired. But this particular yeah. allegation, she wasn't yeah. hired until like 2021. I thought right. It was later. It was uh, I think 2020 or something. 2020. Like that. So the Rock was long gone. But I know what you're saying. You're saying right. you're saying just in general, like who knows who was there, right? Right. At, at exactly. that point, and who knew and who didn't know and who didn't say anything. Right. We and, we, and, we don't know. And the assumption is this is the only person, and that. I truly don't believe that that's true. So this could have been happening for many, many years to different sure. women. That, right. We will bring it up. Ashley Mazzaro, the wrestler, and what she experienced. Maria Canellis's tweet. If you go and see Maria Canellis's tweet, what did she say? She said trip. something to the effect of, "Sometimes it's great to get out of a place because you know it's wrong for you, no matter what mm -hmm. they tell you about it." So she essentially was implying, possibly, that something was involved there. So there's a number of female wrestlers who'd probably speak about it if they right. could you know lord knows uh you have to open the doors now to see and if ari wants to clean house um i wouldn't be surprised if he starts to go methodically through the company and start kicking people out as you said just a few seconds ago yeah man there was i mean but there was always crazy stories oh, about yeah. vince and other people i don't want to mention names but there's always crazy yeah. stories about like and whether it's rumors or not rumors or whatever but, but there's always crazy yeah. stories and like all the kind of shit and like the corruption of power and and you yeah. get that kind of money of what it did to to him in general with that because you listen to some of the stuff how disturbing some of these like allegations are and like yeah. the guy is, it's if it again turns out to be true yeah like the the just to degrade somebody in that in, in the ways that he did that's a that's a fucking sickness and that's like uh there's yeah. something there's something in there that it's just like it's i, I think you said in a tweet it's just not human it's right? not human and yeah. I and I worry about and not worry. I'm saying I and I think it also you have to factor in John Laronitis. He has mentioned distinctly right. in that times. lawsuit many times, and that man is connected to the Bellas. You know, because he uh, I think he married or dated 
their mom for a right. long time. And so how does that affect the Bellas? What did they know? What have they seen? Right. So there is so much to be factoring into all of this as, as it comes out. And yeah. if they do discovery, which I think the WWE is going to fight like hell not to do discovery, there could be way more coming down that will change our perception about a lot of these wrestlers that we yeah. Love or adore. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. And then, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. So I was mentioning like up top, they did a press conference at the end and everyone was wondering yeah. people were going to ask and, and good on the reporters for, I agree. Yeah. For asking. I mean, they, they should have asked. It was a, yeah. I think that, as I mentioned, Cody Rhodes, who was like a top executive over at AEW, and they're already, they're already putting Cody in a position to be the guy. They are. They're already yeah. putting him to be the guy. He's the first for, this is for, for wrestling fans or non-wrestling fans, essentially what his baby face is like good guys. They don't have traditional baby faces really anymore in yeah. wrestling. Cody Rhodes is an exception. He's like the, it's like a main baby face that's kind of over, that's, that's going over with the fans and, and it's working for yeah. him and they had him win the rumble overall mm. and what he's done in general and before they even got to that question in how he even when he was saying well, no, let's take more questions he's like no he's he's the guy you can tell he's the guy like and roman reigns is at the end of his his run and whatever it might be eventually even if it's not a wrestlemania they will give this guy the belt and he'll be oh, yeah. he'll, he'll be the guy but to me what made him the guy yeah was the answer to the question when they asked him asked him about Vince mm -hmm. started with it's a good question mm -hmm. and he thought about it and he was he seemed more prepared than Triple H was yeah yeah and and he had the answers and he broke it down in a way that you went that guy should be an executive at the company mm. Like he knew how to he knew how to present himself. I thought he handled himself wonderfully. Had it, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. It's two different, um, you know, two different situations because obviously Cody, this is not his father-in-law. This is not the grandfather right. to his children. Right. Cody is not the executive at this point in the company. So there's a different freedom that he has here to answer. And I thought his answer was fantastic. And I thought he really um gave it the attention it deserved. And Triple H, yes, I agree with you. No matter what his situation is, there's a better answer here. Guys, I'd love to answer this question, but of course with legal, I hope you can understand the position I'm in, what have you. There is more to say for sure. We will have right. more to say as it goes forward, but it's a good question to ask and we will address it. want to assure our fans and our sponsors. And that's the difference, right? Because Triple H is old school. Triple H is from yeah. the Vince time yeah. where, you snap, where you slap the notebook out of Bob Costas's hand for questioning right. you. Cody is not. He's much more modern. He's a legacy guy. Yeah. He understands. He's a modern approach. He knows media well. He knows. He knows. Yes. He knows much better well. than, than Triple H. Yes, he is. And the thing is, as much as I don't think they, with Triple H, is like I want to focus on the good. I don't want to talk about mm. this. Like the the problem is, yeah, it's, yeah. as much as I don't like his answers, yeah. you know who I blame? Endeavor. Where's your yeah. PR team? Right. How right. do you not know someone's going to ask that question? Yeah, like you, you said know. about Disney last Monday, you got to get them to understand what they're going to have to answer. Great but point. this is even more different than that. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. For this, sure. Is, this is a scandal that you know you've got a major event. And you say, okay, chances are yeah, somebody, if not multiple people, are going to ask you about it. This is what you say. Right. You just yeah. say that. Even if it's exactly what you just said. Yeah. Can't talk about it at the moment with everything going on. Um. Here, what we are going to ensure to try to do is this, 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 and this. Yeah, we are going to look at this, we're going to do this, we're going to have that. That's all I can say at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Someone asked again, as I said earlier, can't really talk about an ongoing investigation. We're, we did this, we're making things, we want to make sure that our talent is safe. This and this and this. Right. I can't, I can't say anymore. 
and that's it. Yeah, so answer that you. That's what I thought he was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but what he was saying, it's like, dude, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah, focusing on the positives is kind of a low-key way of dismissing the question, dismissing the concerns. And I thought that was such a, a stupid way. And he was protecting his people in a way, but uh, th that isn't the way you go about it. You're an no, executive. It's different. You've it's got different. to answer differently. It's different. And I, and I understand the, the because like there were the hardcore wrestling fans. And I'm curious because we're going to talk about this next. Mm. What will you think about with the actual event itself? Right. Um, but he had, they just, that, that the most that had ever been in that stadium before they, uh, they really accomplished a lot. It was a sold out crowd. They had a yeah. big event. I understand saying, well, look what we did. We did some yeah, good yeah, stuff yeah. here of today. Of course. I get it. But you've got, it, it was just phrased. Um, I, I think poorly. Yeah, I think you just you don't even say that when uh, uh, Christian, you just answer the questions and talk positively about everything. Yeah. So in a way, people get the idea that you really want to make it about the wrestlers and about the great event. That you That's, it. Yeah. That's it. Speaking of which, the Royal Rumble, it did happen. Um, they had the event itself. Uh, I look, I am I'm more so I used to be, as I said, I worked for the company. I was a hardcore fan for many, 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 many yeah. years. I'm I'm way more self-admitted, more of a casual fan now. I'm aware of who's in the company more so than I've been in the past. But I'm I yeah. tune in, I skim through Raw, I do those things too, and I check. I'm not like a, a as much of like a hardcore fan like you are, John, right? But yeah. like, but I'm but I pay attention. I know who people are. I pay attention to the news and, yeah. and those things. I thought it was a good event. I thought the women's rumble was the best part about it. I agree. Stole um, the show. Yeah. It stole the show. I thought they had better pops than the guys. Did. I liked the main event. I liked the. I knew Reigns was going to take yeah. it. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good event. I think I. I still say it every time. I think Logan Paul is just the one of the best athletes, dude. Yeah, that guy. Like I don't care what you think of him as a person. He is a freak of nature. Yep. That he could learn the business that fast. Yep. Like I mean, this dude is is doing things, and he, him, Roman Reigns. Dominic Mysterio to me understand what a real heel is. Yeah. Like they are actual heels. They're not like, oh, the crowd like Bailey gave some answer. Are you guys gonna, you know, you like me, you like me, you don't like me, you don't like me. No, it's not, it's not what a heel a real heel is what Dominic Mysterio is doing. Yeah, what um triple H a uh, triple H, uh what Roman Reigns mm -hmm. is doing, and then what what this dude is doing. Yeah, like, yeah. um, so yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a good rumble, and I enjoyed the women's event. As you said, there were a lot of surprises. Jordan Grace from TNA coming over. That was a massive surprise. Yeah, we'd had Mickey James, I think, a couple of years ago or last year, but that's more of a legacy WWE person coming over. Someone who is currently in their prime and currently a champion of another federation. To have them come yeah. over, yeah. that yeah. was a really that's a that's a bigger thing than people are realizing because it shows you that. Um, TKO Endeavor isn't caught up with this is WWE and the rest of you all suck. It's what's going to make us money. Let's bring over their champion. Give her a good spot. I thought that was great. Naomi coming back was fun. Jade Cargill coming in and immediately announcing herself with all I this. She was going to win. I, I, I thought they should. I know that they're setting her up to, you know, probably go up against. Um, yeah, Bianca at some point. Yeah, Bianca for sure. But I think I think. I think if they build her up well enough, they could they could put her against Rhea at WrestleMania. Maybe not win, but they could put her up against her at WrestleMania because I Bailey versus Rhea Ripley. It's like, come on. Yeah, that's not good. I don't think it's going to be Bailey's going to take on you yeah, know Sky exactly exactly and to destroy the damage control. But I think it's going to be Bianca taking on Rhea. A lot of people have been waiting for that one, and 
We'll see what Jade's role is. Is she going to interfere? Is she going to mess right. with things? Right. That'll set a, 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 a program be, down the road. Yeah. yeah. So real quick before we move on away from wrestling, get to yeah. the movie news and stuff. Um, the main, the main, the Royal Rumble. I thought I, mm. there wasn't a lot of surprises in it. No, like, I, I was kind of hoping that would be a little bit more. I swear, I thought Hulk Hogan was going to show up. I he swear, kept saying he would. Man. I yeah. swear, Tampa. I thought that he would at least show up, and then they, you know they toss him out, and he probably just couldn't. Would have broke his hip. They throw him out, but like, uh, <laughs> but but either way, like there wasn't anything. The Rock didn't show up. Like any, yeah. that, none of that stuff happened. And of course, they had like, uh, what's his face, Sami Zayn returned, yeah. aka Andrew Santino. Um, and they, uh, and the end of it, Punk looked, and I was rooting for Punk. Yeah, I, yeah, I was, sure. Punk looked slow. Yeah, he was he, gas, bro. He, he can't do it. He he looked he looked slow. And I and like I said, I understand why they had Cody win. But the second that Punk said, "I'm not going to lose to to Dusty's kid," I was like, "That's well, clearly you're going to lose now." That, yeah, it was game so, over. Classic yeah. heel stuff. Yeah, classic. Yeah. So I think that what they're going to do at um at WrestleMania is. Yeah. Cody versus Reigns, yeah, and then they're gonna what? Well, they're gonna have Punk versus Rollins. Where's well, that's, where's, that's yeah. off now? That's oh, off. What is Punk hurt? Punk tore his triceps. He's out oh, for next four to six months, possibly. So oh that's my what, god, that's what's coming up. Uh, according to at WrestleOps, who does a lot of breaking news. Oh my yeah, god, torn triceps, possibly four to six months out. So I think WrestleMania is out of the picture, other than maybe hosting it or something. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Oh wow, that's like I mean, yeah, I know it sucks. The poor, I mean, he's he's forty four years old. Dude, he's done. He's done. Look, I I love Punk. You mean yeah. we love Punk, man? But the, he keeps getting injured. He got injured AEW yeah, multiple times. His body's his body's given out. He's forty. This wasn't even a full match. He was just like in it for a little bit and then tore his 40, triceps. He's, he's, he's there are some people that can do it in their forties. Yeah. There's it's just he's a he's he's in his 40s and, and god bless him he's trying everything that he can but his, his body's giving out he's fought various battles he's fought yeah, the ufc yeah. he's done stuff and he takes care of himself but he's just he's it's wear and tear man yeah, you can't do it and, and his body always had trouble with injuries so no, it's no they catching up now they should put him on the desk you know yeah, not put a bad on, idea put him on the desk make him a manager put him and put him put, like, if you have him use him i mean he's yeah. he's, he's phenomenal on the microphone he's phenomenal yeah. so all right, well, so who does Rollins fight now? Drew McIntyre? So Rollins are probably going to fight. Uh, there's rumors of Gunther or McIntyre. Those are the two people right now because Gunther came out and challenged him on Raw last week. Yeah. Uh, hey. So that if he heals up in time. That I people tell me that McIntyre was the guy, and I'm like, what are you talking? He's just so dull. <laughs> so dull. It's like McIntyre. It's a Claymore. No, I, I, I thought McAfee's spot was a bunch of bullshit. I think that's where Hogan could have been. If you bring Hogan in, him walk in, step in, look at everybody and step out, that yeah. could have been funny. Totally. McAfee doing yeah. it was a waste. It, it was a waste. Anyway, so that's it for uh, all the wrestling talk. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot, obviously, the the anything. If you guys have your opinions on it, make sure that you, you have it. Let us know please um before we move on i do want to say, john have you been have you been have you tried ag1 since we, we've been talking about it on the show no i gotta get it on it i gotta get on it yeah i'm not even i'm telling you guys we've been with ag1 for so long because it's yeah. not like taking you taking care of your health it's not easy but it it needs to be simple and for you guys know i've been drinking ag1 every day no exceptions it's one scoop mixed in water once a day it makes me feel great i love it i've been using it for ever and so the reason that I trust it is because I'm not a big vitamins person. You take it all. It's great. I know I'm getting my essential brain, gut, immune health support with vitamins, probiotics, nutrients. Uh, it's the best. I like to think of it as kind of nutritional insurance. 
it's really amazing because if there's one product that I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And it's why that I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, you start with AG1. You go to AG1, you, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash big thing. Drinkag1.com slash big thing. I absolutely love them. You know that I've been using them forever. I tell you guys that in order to support the show, you want to support the show, one of our wonderful sponsors, AG1, is the way to go. I really do. I mean, I'm, I'm between AG1 and the other thing, like I said, John, I've been, yeah. Have you, like, because I know you, you've you been kind of doing the, you, you've been taking care of yourself. You've been slowly but surely, yes, putting it back together. Yeah. Diet's very important. And especially if you're, if you're talking about with punk when you're, when you're older and you got to take care of yourself. And for me, I was 40. You're right. Oh, yep. There you go. Well, so like my, my cholesterol was bad, dude. It was oh, bad. So I had to start, yeah. So I had to start cutting stuff for my, my diet and I've been I'm doing it, but like, I like to eat and I like to eat snacks. And, and I, and so my friend said, listen, after a certain time, give me a dice after a certain point, you can have, you have protein at night only. So after like eight o'clock, if you're having all your meals, you don't eat the junk, don't eat all the stuff, don't eat the carbs. And I was like, but you know, I love eating cereal, mm. like, but check this out. Magic spoon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love Magic Spoon, and I've been I, I wiped. I gotta go. I really gotta get in touch with them again. And I gotta use my own code because like I I wiped them out already. I, <laughs> I wiped them out. I use it all the time. I love it because my New Year's resolution was to cut back on sugar and to add more protein to my diet and stay on track with my goals. And I've been doing it, and I love cereal. I I, I you I love it. You you a big cereal guy? Oh yeah, I do. Uh, the still uh, Raisin Bran occasionally. The Lucky Charms. Oh, don't eat, Cheerios. No no no. Do this, but do this variety pack. You got four because this is all four flavors. You got oh. cocoa, you got fruity, you got frosted, you got peanut butter, and it has wow. no grams of sugar. It's got 13 to 14 grams of protein, which is amazing, and That's four great. to five grams of net carbs. There's only 140 calories per serving. That's why I'm doing it. High protein, has zero sugar, keto friendly, uh, gluten free, uh, uh, grain free, and soy free. So it's, I do the, the chocolate and the peanut butter. That's what I do. I do the chocolate and the peanut butter and you go to magicspoon.com slash big thing. You can grab a variety pack and you try it today, but use that code big thing and check out to save $5 off your order. They're so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. So start the new year off with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash big thing. But use that code, man. I'm telling you, use our code big thing. I did it the Love other it. night, John. I was like, yeah. I don't know why. I was so hungry, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? And I look, and it was like Magic Spoon. Was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shiny it was huge bowls. <laughs> uh, uh, I was watching True Detective. Oh, yeah. Destroying peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, the magic spoon cereal i love it so nice anyway um we got a lot to talk about man and as i see i see that you guys are putting in the super chats as i mentioned throw them in there we'll get to every single one of them i promise throw uh, them in there stop mm. it stop it and let's start with this one man because i just watched i watched the ghostbusters yeah. frozen empire trailer just it came out this morning i think they released it on social like yesterday because i saw people tweeting about it but i saw mm. this morning everybody was talking about it did you do a reaction to it? I did. I did a reaction to it this morning. Yeah, it's on my channel right now. Yeah. Got up 8 o'clock right on top of it. Did you? I loved this trailer. Yes. 100%. <laughs> loved it. It was so old school. It was the. It was kind of like 
they, they when they announce a Ghostbusters, whenever what like whenever there was going to be a Ghostbusters movie, whatever, even yeah. whatever go, iteration it was, this was the kind of trailer I've been waiting for for years. And I loved the last one, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. But it was a very different movie. It was a very. Yeah. It's like it was it was introducing these characters, right. having that be successful to do this, like the library stuff, the mayor. I mean, like yeah. everything about it. It was oh, it it took me back to 1984. I loved it. Yeah, agreed, man. Had this, had that had that nice vibe from 1984, and a good mixture of the old and the newer characters coming in, yeah. Yeah. working together, and each one claiming their own space. You let Murray, of course, accusing the demon of being horny. That makes all the sense in the world, right. considering what happened at the end of the first Ghostbusters movie. But you also have William Atherton coming back. As you mentioned the mayor having William yeah. Atherton now being the mayor yeah. is yep. awesome because. Yeah. Let me tell you something. He's talking about he's talked about this in interviews. Like people wanted to fist fight him in <laughs> bars throughout his life because of Die Hard, uh, Real Genius, and right. Ghostbusters. And right. so for him to kind of put all that shit away and be willing to play the dick again in this uh, series, I think is great. But good special effects. Love Kumail and Johnny and Pat Oswalt's nice energies to be in this. So all, all around, dude, this looks like they understood the assignment really, really well. Yeah, and, uh, they're gonna make a lot of money on this one, I think. Because even the on the nose jokes, like the uh, the busted makes me feel good thing, right? Yeah. And he's saying, like, no, 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 no. And he's like, but it does. And it's like, it's just like they have, they're having yeah. fun with it. The Slimer stuff, because I thought I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, don't have Finn Wolfhard say he's slimy. And he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, perfect. And the fact that the Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters have a little bit more to do. Yeah. And he's wearing the outfit. Like, oh, I, I absolutely loved it. I just loved it. And I, it, it was already on my, my, anticipated i think it was like my number 10 or something yeah, right. of, of anticipated movies a and it just jumps up there it just jumps yeah. up there i can't i can't wait to see it i'm going to take the kid i'll take my oldest to see it hmm. um but man i was so i was so excited by this i thought it was a great job now here when i did i did my preview for the 2024 movies with sean chandler oh nice he, he told me that jason reitman didn't direct this one he just produced no. He just co-wrote it uh, with the director. Interesting. Gil, I think Gil Keating is his name. Yeah, the director. That's, what he said. that's what he said. Yeah. yeah so. That's so. That's interesting. I wonder. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot, so far, I mean, I would have said, "Oh, that's a bummer." I would like to see Raymond do it again, but who yeah. knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe he needed to step back and just kind of watch as a producer on this one and, yeah. and a writer, because, it, like as you said, it looks like they they knew the assignment. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to get somebody from the outside to come in and have a different point of view and not be so precious about everything mm -hmm. and it seems like they kind of hit the right notes here and we'll see of course the overall product but having jason still involved i think is super important uh, yeah because the rightman name is so important to this franchise so, yeah what do you guys think did you like the trailer did you not like the trailer whether you're in the live chat right now uh or you're watching on replay let us know your thoughts i really want to know what you think of the overall trailer and what you thought yeah please yeah all right so the other one was dune 2 this was yeah. uh this was something that that hit something with amc and this is this will go over to a, a bigger conversation mm. about dune because the first movie obviously during the pandemic and people like the reason why because the you know denis was doing it but the, the dune movie was like okay yeah maybe it'll be good who knows uh but now it's this it's got this level of excitement around it that the yeah. first one didn't even have yeah. Um, so tickets went on sale for Dune Part Two yesterday. A movie still over a month away, but the demand was so high it appears to have crashed the website or the biggest exhibitor, AMC. Mashable reports that, according to Down Detector, 
Users indicated the site was having issues with users getting an error message when they tried to get tickets. In addition, they say the app wasn't operating much better. At the same time, there was a similar rise in issues with Fandango, though not to the same extent. Either way, it was resolved several hours later. The cast of the film spoke with Fandango recently with star Timothy Chalamet saying it might be the movie that he's most proud of to date. Whenever Villeneuve decides to proceed with his previously teased Dune Messiah adaptations, Zendaya tells the outlet she's ready to reprise her Shawnee role one more Is it Shawnee? Or I think so. One yeah. more time. Would we be down? I mean, of course. Anytime Denise calls, it's a yes from me. I'm excited to see what happens. I started Messiah and I was like, whoa, I'm only shooting the first movie. Let me go back to the first one. It's so much to take in, but there's no better hands with better care and love for it than Denise. I am just excited to see. It's just anticipation. Whenever he is ready, he's a perfectionist in many ways and doesn't want to share things until they're ready. So I'm respecting that and will be waiting until he is ready. At last report, Denis Villeneuve was finishing up the script in December, but seemed keen to tackle something else before revisiting uh, Dune Part 3. Yes. So Dune Part 2 is coming out on March 1st. Um, so I did you see the first movie? In, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I know you've seen it, but did you see, oh. it, did you see it in IMAX? Yes, twice. Okay, see, I didn't see it in the I theater until yeah. last week. Yeah, I saw that you and Winston had your reaction. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I and it is a totally different experience watching that movie on the big screen than it is at home. I can tell you that oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they showed a preview, a longer preview. They showed a full scene from Dean from Dune 2, and then they showed like a full-on extended preview, and it just looks so good. It looks so good. Yeah, down here you get lucky in San Diego that some of these are screened in IMAX for mm -hmm. press only. And press is nowhere near the volume that you get in L.A. Right. So to get it sitting in an IMAX theater with like 15 people and watch this movie, you get to really savor it. Uh, and I remember just coming, I think I tweeted out that I thought it was a masterpiece when I saw it. And so, so I went back to see it a couple of times in, in IMAX because it is it is an experience. It is a visceral experience, this movie. Yep. Uh, and I I think the reason it didn't win Best Picture or didn't get like close enough is because uh, people want to see how the second one ends. Oh, so oh, if the second one's incredible. I think that one's going to be an odds on favorite for Best Picture, man. It's just, a, it's just, no, it's, it's not, it's not that I don't want it to be. Right, right. Mark, I mean, look at Air. Air came out in April, dude. No one even yeah. talked about Air. Yeah, talking. but Air's a small movie. I think it's going to be a huge push for Dune, man. I'm sure, but look at all the small. I mean, Anatomy for a Fall was a small movie. Fair, it, fair point. Everywhere. It's like, so I, it just, March 1st scares me. Now, yeah. the argument would have been like, hey, maybe they were vying for that for, for the Oscars last last year because it's supposed to come out in, uh, in no, early November. Right, right, right. So maybe they were making a push for it, but they also know they can't push it into November. Right, right. right. Warner Brothers needs this movie to perform. And yeah. and speaking from these website numbers, it looks like it will. Now, I still don't think the answer to this is yes, but I'm starting to do more of a I don't know. People, someone is asking, could this movie make a billion dollars? I I don't think it can. Okay. I don't think it can because I still think it is a very um it, it is there's still I still see the comments, which I just don't get it. We're like, it's so boring, it's so dull. It's just like just focus a just focus. It's not boring. Focus. But it's people's opinion. So like yeah. when it, when they say it's boring, they say whatever. It's the same yeah. time when people say like 
I can understand slow. And it's the same thing I said about like Andor. I understand slow. I can get it. Like I, but I like slow burns if they deliver. Yeah. But boring. I don't get boring. I just, I, I don't know how you can look at that movie and think boring. I just don't yeah. get it. Yeah. I was surprised when people say that, but I guess it has to do with these sand films. There's always like, uh, you know, Lawrence of Arabia, English patient, and these things set in a sand. A lot of people call them boring. But I thought there was a lot going on in this movie. And you're right. There's a lot of political intrigue, a lot of different uh, factions right. to keep uh, hold of, but a lot of incredible visuals to keep your mm -hmm. attention as you're watching uh, the movie. It, the, the way he constructed the world is so engrossing. So to yeah. me, I, I also don't agree with people who called it boring. I thought I was on the edge of my seat the whole time watching the film. So yeah, it. It, doesn't, it doesn't have that kind mm -hmm. of, you know, cotton candy action. So right, I mean, right, right. when you have to actually focus in on it, you can be like, I had to pay attention, so I was bored. I was like, okay. Um, but it's it's but the other thing, the reason why I think the movie will definitely make a big profit is because the first one cost like 160 to make or whatever it was, but they shot they had to have shot a lot of two. Right. Um, number two is only 120. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. overall, you put both these movies together, this movie's gonna make a hell of a lot of money for Warner Brothers. Yeah. And look, coming off the Wonka surprise, it's doing so well it passed 500 uh aquaman we're going to talk about here a little yes, bit yeah. crossing 400 color purples don't the, the only film uh that's a little bit on the outs but i mean the fact you got those two making money and now you've got uh dune 2 coming in like a month this is a good run here for warner brothers it, it, it is for <laughs> sure and like wonka so i think i told you this last week i went that when i saw the movie initially i was like yeah, it's fine you know and, I, and then because and i still stand by it people are like well you compared it too much to the first movie because they're asking you to Mm -hmm. when they started with the actual theme from the original movie yeah, yeah and it's supposed to tie in to the 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 gene wilder movie you're supposed to you're supposed to compare it when you're linking it together but it's not it's completely different it's paul king's version of wonka right and i've wound up i wind up really liking the movie a lot more than i did the first time i saw it because i watched it with my kids then we watched it i've seen the movie now three times because i saw it nice I saw it the first time as a press screen. Then I saw it with my kids, and then we had a screener for it. So my kids watched it again on TV. The music has been playing in my house. The music has been playing in my head. <laughs> whistling, walking the dog. I'm like, what am I whistling? I walk again. It's, it's, I initially said, oh, the songs aren't memorable. That's not true. Hmm. They're very memorable. Yeah. Um, so I understand why that movie. And it's also a very feel-good film. Yes. Yeah. It's a sweet a, film. It's a sweet film, pun intended, and it is like absolutely. I understand why it made the money it did. It is. It you don't get movies that make you feel like that, and so I've I've come around a lot more. I thought it was okay when I saw it. I really enjoy the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell yeah. that. Um. So yeah. So, so are you do you believe these stories though? Let me ask you this: Do you believe these, Christian? We've been around the the block. Yeah. You've been around longer than I have, but like in this business, so to speak. So. Do you believe these stories when they say the thing crashed, or do you think this is just hype for the movie? I always what, I'm on the fence oh, on these stories. Um, it, it I mean, look, they, there could be some there could be some merit to that. That some, but if if it's two different outlets that they say are doing yeah. it, I mean, and if if yeah. users are actually, I think with with a situation like that, is if if people like I didn't have a problem with it. If there are actually people who are saying no, no, I actually did have a problem with it. I think yeah. people would come out and call them on their shit if it didn't happen though yeah, so yeah, good point. So i do i do think that it happened for sure and then uh my good buddy andrew smith saying that christian always blames the audience no not really <laughs> i don't that's that's not true not even in the slightest but what i did say that i just i don't understand as far as like if you really pay attention to that movie 
Yeah. Again, you think it's slow? You think it's slow. But to say, if you really pay attention to the story itself, how it's boring, I just don't think it's a boring movie. So I don't, I don't get it. I think if you pay attention to what's going on, that's why. So it's not a matter about blaming the audience. It's a matter of saying, oh, I don't agree with you that it's boring. Slow, sure. Maybe it's, it still made a lot of money, Chris. So the section yeah. of the yeah. audience that found yeah. it boring is actually kind of small. No, I know. I get it. But I just, yeah. but I, I just, I take, I take umbrance. Of course, with, you should. Yeah. With, with the idea that I blame the audience. I, it's, those, and you know better than that, Andrew. Yeah. We've spoken face to face. You know better than that. Um, all right, let's go to. I see that I see the things coming in. Uh, no, slow does not mean boring at all. Not yeah. even the slightest. Does slow equal boring? No, not even the slightest. You can have a slow burn where a slow burn then gets to a place where it's leading you to a certain place. And then once it delivers, yeah. you're like, oh, all of those moments led to this, which is the satisfying. Boring is, I, why am I watching this? I just, I'm, I'm, this doesn't mean anything. This is like, oh, we've gotten to a place like, oh my God, we're, let's go, let's go, let's go. Same thing over and over and over again. And it doesn't tie together and it doesn't move. And you're just like, oh my God, how slow is and boring is this movie? Like together, you can have a slow that equals boring, but slow doesn't equal always boring. Right. That, yeah. So, yeah, um, boring ass movie. 100%. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh let's do this one first okay so this fantastic four rewrites and iron fist murmurs all right let's hear about this <laughs> reports of imminent announcement of the cast of fantastic four at marvel studios may have been premature there's a recent report via daniel rpk that indicates that the film script is being rewritten yet again with new writers brought in to do rewrites expected that the latest draft will be completed in a month or two filming on the project is tipped to start in august at pinewood studios in london ahead of a theatrical release on may 2nd 2025 and the new report suggests there's been no change on that front pedro pascal vanessa kirby joseph quinn anya Talley joy and eben moss Barak are also rumored to be up for major roles in the film but nothing has been confirmed wandavision showrunner Matt Shackman is directed is directing project, which hopes to avoid the same issues the 2005 and 2015 versions of the property had. Will it succeed? Who knows? But the film is expected to mark the first film in the sixth phase of the MCU and one of four MCU films in 2025. The others being Captain America, New World Order, Thunderbolts, and Blade. The same scooper is also reporting that a new Iron Fist project with a female character featured in the lead role is potentially in development out at Marvel. What's not clear from the report is if Jessica Henwick's Colleen Wig character, wing character from the original series is set to return or it's going to be a new character altogether. The report also isn't clear what form it will take either. Animated, live action, and suggests if Finn Jones does return as Danny Rand, he will not be the main character. Um, let's start with the Fantastic Four. Okay. I know how much you guys have been covering this over yeah. at the Hot Mic. And... Um, what are you guys hearing? Like, because is it being rewritten? Is it being like, what is it? Yeah. And and that's why I think, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, Pedro Pascal's schedule. That's why they're moving it. I don't think they would have moved the start of production to fit Pedro Pascal's uh, schedule just to fit his schedule. I think they moved it because they knew they were going to start these rewrites and they're going to approach it differently and, and um, take it on again uh, and give themselves enough time, give themselves enough time to start production. So, um, this makes sense, coupled with Pedro Pascal's uh, 
uh, overstuffed schedule, it makes sense that they are rewriting it and moving it uh, uh, to later on um, in the in the time frame. But I mean, but Daniel isn't always right. Remember, Daniel mm-hmm. said Stephen Yoon was going to be century, or, or that you know he's putting on the costume and all of this, and that changed overnight uh, uh, from within. For like 24 hours, there was someone else. Right. And of course, they've now officially confirmed that Lewis Pullman will be sentry. So these are the things you look at. So Daniel's usually right, but sometimes not always correct. But this one feels right. This one feels like they pushed it. Uh, Could be. Could be. And, and now, the Blade stuff's up in the air as well. So yeah. Yeah. Now, as far as the Iron Fist stuff goes, um, put me on the I don't care list. <laughs> Never watched the show, heard terrible things about it. Yeah. I don't care about Iron Fist whatsoever. I think this is a bad move by Marvel just because it's like, unless it's like animated, which would be interesting to do. It would be fun to maybe dive a little bit more into the animated side of things and get people more acclimated with the character there. Just, I feel like there's certain characters and certain things they should be focusing on and putting their attention towards. And this ain't it. I just, I just like, who cares? I mean, are you, are you on the opposite side on that one? No, not at all. I mean, I I watched a couple episodes. Iron Fist just was like, I can't watch this show. It's so terrible. And so, uh, I don't understand why they're even considering bringing Finn Jones back. It was such a bad casting decision and terribly controversial. So yeah. going the female route, I'm cool with that. Go ahead and do that. I don't think you need to bring Finn Jones back at all to do that. Focused on focus on it. And look, you got to stay in what you already set up. If you put all those Netflix shows as canon on your MCU screen there on Disney Plus, then they're all canon, which means Iron Fist is canon and Colin Wings can't. So Will you be bringing the female Iron Fist in, which is what they kind of were alluding to by the end of that series? Very, very possible. And I'd have no problem with it, but I agree with you, Christian. It's not a big enough character to cause waves just yet. And they're not in they're not in 2014 where they can just start doing characters that's like, oh, let's do Guardians movie. Let's do yeah, that. Let's yeah. do that. They're not there anymore. They need the goodwill of the people now, too. And Iron Fist, maybe, oh, we just didn't do it right, so let's do it again. It's like, no one cares. And it's not even cares. I mean, maybe trying to do too much. Well, well, here, here's the thing, yeah. Christian Karloff. Best piece of advice he ever gave me when I first started out in this business. You don't have to do an eight-minute monologue about and get all your points in. Relax, deliver a few points, establish, and then as the conversation goes on, you'll have time to pepper in your points. This is where Marvel is at. Don't do all the characters at once. Like slow down. You're you're ba- you're in bad graces right now. Slow down. Focus on the things that are working. Build out. <laughs> And then eventually the other characters will show up and it'll work, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, going to do the box office. We have two box office stories with, with both Aquaman and the mean girl stuff, but I do want to tell you about two more of our um, wonderful sponsors that we have. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to tell you about both of them. I've told you, I've told you guys before about many times about Nutrafol. Um, Nutrafol. It's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with less shedding because guys you don't have to choose between hair growth and our health because neutrophils drug-free whole body approach promotes hair growth from within there's no compromise it's just better hair did you know that 80 percent of men are going to experience hair thinning in their lifetime it's normal but it doesn't have to be your fate you can go and get ahead of it with neutrophil which is a clinically tested hair growth supplement for men you can take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time because Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code BIGTHING. You can find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. It's Nutrafol.com slash men, spelt N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com 
slash men. You got to enter that promo code, big thing. That's Nutrafol.com slash promo code, big thing. People have been using it. People have been liking it. People have been telling me about it, that they've been, and and that's why Nutrafol came back because they were like, they were, the, the audience was responding. So use that code, big thing. Speaking of big thing, Blue Chew. Oh yeah, that's right. Blue Chew. Let's do it. Let's talk about sex, guys. Let's do it. You don't be scared. Blue Chew, if you didn't know already, I've been telling you guys about Blue Chew for ebbs. For ebbs, I've been telling you about them. You guys know, and if you didn't know about Blue Chew in general, John, have you, you ever, you, you, last time we talked about this, you said, I don't know. I don't need the... I don't need the blue chew. I said, well, let me tell you a little bit more about the blue chew. And then you've been, you've been listening up. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. So blue chew, everybody, here you go. Blue chew. And I think if you guys know, I mean, I think the last time we talked about them, if you didn't know what exactly what they are, they're a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis and Levitra, but it's in chewable tablets and it's at a fraction of the cost. You can take it anytime, day or night, plan ahead, be ready when an opportunity arises. It's very simple. You sign up at bluechew.com. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. And it's all online. There's no visits to the doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped directly to your door in a secret, a disc, excuse me, a discreet package. So it works. You'll love it. Gentlemen, we'll get them to send it to your house. They always, I'm telling you. They say that there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help you give confidence when it counts. So Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. You can chew it and do it. we got a great deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free when you use that code BIGTHING at checkout. Just pay five shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Use that code BIGTHING to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank Blue Chew sponsoring the podcast love blue chew so excited that they're back um you should you guys should check it out and it's in there it's in there. the links in the description thank you to everybody you're trying to get the the focus working people said uh give me a review here's your review that's your blue chew right there come on there you go perfect um okay let's get to some box office stuff and again if you want to help the show you can help the show we got wonderful sponsors for you they're all linked in the description below let's start with this one let's start with mean girls yeah, because we know that the box office itself this week it was it was low. Yeah, but that mean that this day ain't a winner. <laughs> we know there's a winner, and the winner was, of course, it was it was Mean Girls. Yeah, so Mean Girls this week was the number one box office again, and even even the title of this episode, uh, this, excuse me, of this uh, article from Dark Horizons was Mean Girls atop a dead box office, <laughs> but they still won. So yeah. it's the end of January and the box office is dead this week. And with no wide releases and traffic into cinemas right now are at a standstill. As a result, Mean Girls once again topped the domestic charts this weekend with 6.7 for the three-day frame and headed towards a domestic gross of over 60 million this week. It's the lowest grossing number one release since September 22 when Top Gun Maverick pulled in 6 million in its 15th weekend of release. The, near, the next nearest was Magic Mike's Last Dance with 8.5 during Super Bowl last weekend. The Beekeeper came in at 6.4 million in its third weekend, meaning its domestic haul now sits at 40 million through Sunday. 
Wonka will be third with a further $5 million and nearing the $200 million mark in North America. Anyone but you coming in fourth with the domestic total just past 70 and migration coming in with just over $100 million. Both American fiction, poor things, got bumps from the Oscar noms with 43%, 32% jumps. Universal released the action comedy Argyle next weekend in hopes to start the diet, the dead quiet period. I'm actually going to see that tomorrow. You Argyle? Yeah, nice. you see that tomorrow? Yes, tomorrow. Here so, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, you know, Mean Girls already made its money and it's already done what it, what it, had to do it's not going to make any more it's not going to make a, a it, right. it it did exactly what it's supposed to do right now and it's it made for a january movie it's it's a it'd be a good story wonka is the story we we're talking about though too because it kept building up money and i'll tell you the reason why there was nothing to see yeah my kids and i was like and my kids wanted to go to the movies and i and i was trying to do i had the screener for wonka and i'm like you guys want to watch it he, he said no 75 different times i tried to get them to watch it at home and then they wanted to see something in the theater and now they love it yeah. But it was it was it was the only thing playing, so I understand why it had the run that it did. Yeah, but I love that uh, Beekeeper 100 million uh, worldwide, you know, uh, ahead of ahead of Mean Girls. So Mean Girls doing well domestically, better than Beekeeper. Beekeeper, Beekeeper worldwide doing well. I'm, I'm happy for David Ayer. So I hope to see more from him in this vein of movies, this kind of tough guy movies. I love it. I got a freaking kick out of that movie, man. Dude, <laughs> I really got a kick out of that film. Um, so yeah, that that's it was a good box office yeah. weekend. Even though it was dead, they still they still they made some money. So good on them. Um, so that's it is what it is. It is what someone's it is. Got to own January. I feel like right. Yeah. I mean, we, someone's got to own January. Well, I think I think Wonka probably does. Right? You would yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Wonka probably does from the from the, because it had a decent word of mouth. It had no competition. It was the only family film in town. I mean, Migration probably was the other one too, but like they, they both fared well because there was no competition. And I thought that's why I think like Despicable Me is going to do so well and Kung Fu Panda is going to do so well because there's really nothing to take your kids to see. So yeah, yeah. those movies for sure are going to be the ones that that profit. Like I think mm. there's only a few, the ones that come up that could make a billion dollars are, I don't think Kung Fu Panda will do it, but it's got a shot. Yeah. I think Despicable Me definitely has a shot. Yeah, and Deadpool. Those are the only ones that Ooh, I. Yeah. Those are the only three that I could say that are sniffing around a, a possibility of doing it. Yeah. Is there anything else that you can think of that that could potentially do it? I was looking right now at the at the list. I mean, Batman, right? Wouldn't That's I mean? Not, uh, not this year. Okay. Jo I mean, Joker. I mean, Joker. Joker too. Right? The first one made money. The first yeah. one made uh, it made a billion. A billion. Yeah. The problem it, with it is there's there's a couple different problems. Okay. One is I do think that even though I I like the musical element of it all, yeah, um, I think that's gonna get people away from it, okay, um, uh, Gaga or not, um, and I do think, and you're gonna people would say, well, what about Deadpool? Anything that's gonna affect Deadpool? I do think that the comic book, I do think comic book fatigue now more so than ever is mm -hmm. absolutely a thing, and I think it could hurt Joker more than it could hurt Deadpool. Okay. Um, Okay, but I there's a possibility, but I don't think the same level of excitement because people have seen it already. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Well, what the hell is this thing gonna be?" Yeah, I I think it gets I think it does well. I think it does in the six to seven range, but I don't think it hits a million. I'm gonna throw four movies out there for people to consider. Okay, Inside Out two, Poss that's possible. That's right. possible. Yep. If people love it, that's possible. It could blow up. Uh huh. Furiosa, no way. 
if people love it because no, it's been building for Fury Road. People love Fury Road. Yeah, Max didn't make dude, no no that one. No way. No oh, chance. I, I'll bet. I'll I'll bet you fifteen steak dinners. <laughs> no, I'm not betting anything. There's no nobody's chance. out there. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Beetlejuice too? Do you think that's a possibility? Billion? No, possibility. Not a billion, but it, uh, but I think it'll make profit. But okay. no, no. And then Gladiator two. Any thoughts? No, not on a billion. Okay. Not on a billion. But okay. but the animated film has a billion chance. Um, okay. Billion yeah. gotta have a. It's gotta have some kind of really kind of massive buzz around it, mm-hmm. and it's gotta have this kind of. And there's just something about it where you know, like the kind of buzz that Barbie was starting to get, like. Right. When that started to play, I remember Alice coming to me going, dude, this movie is just going to do hand over fist. The kind of excitement that's around this thing. Like, yeah. I remember Alice coming in and saying, this could hit a bell. Yeah. And 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 I didn't think he was crazy for saying it because I was like, yeah, it it does seem like there's a, there's a kind of air of excitement. Now, I just don't feel like that will change with something like Gladiator 2. And, and look, Beetlejuice 2 is on my is on my list, but right. I just don't think it's it's not. It, and, and when it comes out, it's coming out in September, October. It's you know, yeah. people are in school, people are oh, yeah. you know, this. but yeah, there's no there's no way Furiosa makes a billion, no chance. Okay. Right. Um the but, three I've got the three I've got, like you said, right? Yeah. It's the Deadpool three for mm-hmm. me. Despicable me, Kung Fu Panda, and I think you're right with Inside Out. I think Inside Out is a good is a good bet too, because yeah. that movie, first one was fantastic and did a lot. So yeah. um anyway, so we do see that there's a um there's a few super chats that have come in. Hey. And we want to make sure that we get to every single one of them. There's, uh, there are more coming in, guys. So thank you. Oh, that was that's right. And I see it. I don't want to get to his. I'll, I'll wait because there's there's one that that someone just recommended that I actually said has has an opportunity to do it. I think in my in my in my preview I said it and I forgot about it. And this okay. superintendent reminded me. So I'll bring it up once they okay. once we get to it. Um. So you know what we'll do. Let's talk about Aquaman because I don't. I want to give it its due. With, yeah. With this story because it's um it's it keeps fighting, man. Yeah, man. Aquaman two keeps fighting. Now, I didn't love it, you didn't love it, but that doesn't mean that you don't give it its credit and it needs to get its credit. Now, yeah. it's it costs quite a lot of money to make, so whether it not a broke even or not, who knows, but it wasn't a complete fart bomb like people thought it was going to be. Like it it made 400 million dollars so far. Despite sinking fast domestically, James Wan's Aquaman and Lost Kingdom has managed to hang on in there at the global box office. As of this week and the film hit 412 0.7 million worldwide, passing the 400 million benchmark that no DCEU film has achieved since the first Aquaman back in 2018. Yeah, the sequel is obviously not going to get close to the 1.1 billion that its predecessor had, but it has easily surpassed its next rivals of the past five years. It beat Shazam and Black Adam. Shazam had 365, excuse me, 363, and Black Adam had 390. Other DC titles in that time, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey was 201, Wonder Woman 1984, 166.3, and The Suicide Squad 167. The news comes as the movie hit digital download this past week in U.S. ahead of a planned disc release on March 12th. Critic reviews have been quite negative. 2024 will see a year without DC ahead of an entire rest of the DC film slate, starting with Superman Legacy, which will be 2025. Um, yeah, you and I have been talking about this one. Yeah. I mean, look at it. It, it. It, this is an accomplishment. Yep. Considering 100%. the reviews itself, considering of how it started on the the box office weekend, it fought and it fought and it fought, and it went. This this movie is not a disaster. It might have made a lot of money, but it's not a disaster, and it beat a lot of different movies that they were hoping were going to do. So, this is to me, this is a win in 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 the cap. 
One hundred percent. And whatever whatever um, formula that is James Wan and Jason Momoa, and I guess Patrick Wilson, whatever it is that right. works here, works here for enough people. And as you said, there wasn't a lot out there. So people were willing to go back over and over and over again. So whatever their approach was for both of these movies, it clearly worked for a lot of people yeah. for it to do as well as it did and has the legs that it has. Uh, and no one's using it as a punchline anymore, no. you know, because it's Man. it's done uh, an incredible amount of business. And yeah, not a billion dollars and not making fully its money back. But the, you, Momoa, this he should use this to negotiate any of his future salaries sure. going forward. This is sure. Because the movie, the movie's probably still a loss. When someone was like, what about yeah, marketing? Sure. Someone asked, what about marketing? And like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably a loss. Mm -hmm. But it's not a catastrophic loss like they thought they, they, this is one of the right. things the studios were doing wrong was they, they kept aiming like this movie was clearly going to aim for a billion dollars again yeah. and so was black adam and these other things in order you can't you can't do that we're not in that phase of superhero movies anymore but yeah. say like look with reshoots and everything else you're probably looking at close to 400 million dollars in general what you need to make back so it, it yeah. probably just broke even probably just you know yeah. Yeah. um so or may, or maybe lost a little, but it's not a loss of two hundred million dollars. Right, it's not right. a loss of three hundred million dollars. So that's to me, that's a big, that's a big win, especially when you had all these other DC movies just hit the ground. And you're like, mm, no, this this one, it, it you add it all up together, and you add it with with Barbie's money and the other money. It's like it's not a you, you didn't lose the kind of money you thought you were going to. Win. Yeah, and everybody like me who said, why are you even releasing this thing? It's stupid to release right. this thing. Just absolutely shutter this thing and move on. We are wrong. They absolutely clearly have felt that this thing could make some money and had legs. And sure enough, they've been proven right. So, you know. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, now you guys, you guys have asked uh, a bunch of questions. And we, the way that works on Mondays is that we go through all our topics. And then throughout the show, you guys have been adding um, questions that you wanted to ask us. And this we keep open the super chats are open throughout the entire show so it's like you don't have to if you want if you still want to ask questions like oh i missed my opportunity we'll be here until we sign off so <laughs> let me go to the first one here shay markwell thoughts on netflix's new show three body problems this is the benioff and weiss new pro program um i had not really heard about it until like roxy who does our uh tv stuff on on thursdays was like no this is one of the most highly anticipated shows i read about it and what's uh, it, it I'm pretty hyped for it. I'm excited. I don't know when exactly it comes out, but um, I think it's March. I'm not sure, yeah. but I'm pumped for it. I want to see what Benny Elf and Weiss are going to do next. So I'm pretty excited. You, John? Yeah. One of the things I kicked myself in the head about is not having done a trailer reaction to that one. I was busy doing a couple of things and then I watched the trailer and I was like, Jesus, this looks incredible. Mm -hmm. So I am very much looking forward to it. Haven't read the book, know nothing about the story mm -hmm. other than what I saw in the trailer, but enough was there for me to be like, okay, let's see. Cause Benioff and Weiss took a lot of shit coming out of that Game of Thrones situation and the right. Star Wars stuff. So they've got a lot of reputation to earn back here. And if this one kicks ass, then we're going to start by talking about Benioff and Weiss again in future projects on franchises. I just realized that you must be in contact with my good buddy, Aaron Wilhelm, because you're wearing all his stuff. <laughs> I love Aaron. He sends me occasional yeah. You have all the stuff I have. I was like, you were wearing my Rebels, uh, my, oh, yeah. my, my Rebels outfit. The other day. Like, you son of a bitch. You're, wearing my, you're rocking my stuff. Uh, Aaron, Aaron's got great stuff. He's got great stuff. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Jamie Rell. Gary always sees UAPs, says they deliver his mail. Do you understand that? I don't really no, get it. I don't not get it. it. Um, but UAP Tuesday is coming out. Riley was over this morning. We recorded our episode this morning. It's a big good one. It'll be out early in the morning, 9 a.m. as always. Nice. Uh, Simon Section. 
and I, I don't know if I can read this whole thing because Simon, <laughs> Simon's trying to be, hold on. So we got, according to other podcasts, Vince has a thing for, you guys can read it, yeah, Downtown yeah. Abbey or Doctor Who. Oh, Luther, I'm more of a prime suspect series two guy. There goes my Hulk Hogan biopic, unless they can spin this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, they were going to do the Vince biopic. They'd have to change it dramatically. Yeah, supposedly the Netflix is still going forward that series, and mm. man, I don't know how you can go forward that documentary series without making it. it a tragic uh, fucking you, tale. You'd have to add a whole new wing to it. You'd yeah. have to add and, and dark side of the ring type stuff. Yeah, completely re-edit it. You'd you, have, you to have to completely re-edit. You have to, otherwise you can't put it out. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, it's like you're gonna get, especially when you're gonna put raw <laughs> on your platform. Oh, sure, hundred percent. You, you you have to. Yeah. Um. Okay, Mike Joyce. I went and saw. Killers of the Flower Moon again yesterday. Leo is so good at playing a stone cold sociopath. Watched his end in Titanic to cheer myself up afterwards. That's hilarious. Um, he is, I mean, he is really good in that movie. Mm. Did you not think he was good in that movie? No, I, oh. I thought he was good. And then he just did this for the last hour and a half. So yeah. I wanted to see more uh, from him, and I wasn't surprised he wasn't nominated. Uh, you were okay. Let's yeah. see. He wasn't. He wasn't nominated. He was not nominated. Okay. So okay. Mike. Mike Joyce. Also, Emma Stone should totally win the Oscar. She's got a very good shot. She does. She had a very good shot for sure. Um, my dad was asking me about. Should I see that poor things? I'm like, you? No, <laughs> I love. You. you should not see poor things. Can I, I tell you? Shannon McClung with the Geek Buddies walked out an hour in. He's like, I can't oh, I take this that. movie. It's not his jam. <laughs> love that movie so much <laughs> and it's so probably and especially if you when you go back and you watch my previous thing before mm. i saw it i was like i i was essentially shannon before i even saw it yeah <laughs> i'm gonna like, see this movie i didn't like the lobster and like, like no thank you yeah and i didn't really think i think i watched five seconds of killers uh, 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 the killing of a sacred deer, sacred deer. I'm, like, I'm like no and i start watching this and i'm like it just took me a, like about 10 minutes to start to Go, wait a minute i think i really like this movie and then ruffalo shows up and like it's over it's, it was so good um jorge Inestra. glad that old man is out oh, okay vince his yeah. yes men and whoever knew should be gone punk seems to be hurt yeah. moxley was right about him being fragile wrestlemania looking iffy now and maybe karma happening rumble was at yeah i mean look i did see that a lot of people thought what did you think overall of the Rumble event, John? Did you think? Well, yeah, was I thought it was a good event. Um, yeah. I thought the men's thing was a bit disappointing, but I liked yeah. the triple threat match, and I liked the um, uh, I liked the match with Logan you mean, and you KO. Mean the four match, huh? The four, the four. Oh, yeah, sorry, Fatal Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Logan and KO was great because Logan was essentially initiated into being one of the boys. Yeah, KO beat the living shit out of him. This wasn't Ricochet. Yeah, he beat the crap out of him to be like, you really want to be a part of our locker room. Here you go. And he was bloody and beaten by the end. So shout out to Logan for doing the work there. But yeah, overall, I enjoyed the event for what it was. And, you know, I did a watch along, which is on my channel. And I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. But, you know, I'm glad I did because I really enjoyed seeing uh, everyone having some fun uh, yeah. doing their thing, man. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Tom Hanks started Y Files. I love it. What are your favorite apps? Uh, I really like the episode of... um the uh simulation theory episode i thought that was really fascinating the one that i just watched recently with the um remote viewers that was interesting have you ever watched the channel john no Why what is it the wi files what is this so it's essentially this guy he, he he approaches this guy aj approaches this 
almost like an old school when we were growing up, like Saturday morning, one of those shows. He's got like, oh, like in search little, of and shit. Yeah. But he's got this, this little goldfish that he talks to, right? That is a little talking goldfish. But he, but he basically what he does is he presents a like a major like potential topic, whether it's oh. UFOs or whatever it might be. And he presents it as all as first as if it's all factual in this, but then he says, is it this or maybe it's this? Mm. And he gives a breakdown at the end of it. And at first I wasn't sure if I liked him. He was like, this guy just debunks everything and he just doesn't give right. it, but it's not the it's not the case. He just he it's a really great show. It's a great channel. So I would I would highly recommend watching it. There's yeah. some fascinating stuff that he's got You're there. Almost. So I I love I love the wife. It's probably my favorite YouTube channel um outside of um of yours, John. Oh yours. shit, cut it out. All right, so <laughs> Owen Hampton Roca. That's his name. Yo. That's it. Ooh. Um, yeah, seen a lot That's of great. Okay. Thank you. No, no, no. Shawnee Bear. Shawnee Bear. Love the the watch along Roca and I did recovered from the 15 shots. Bro, you did bro, he bro. was taking shots through the whole thing and he was sending in the super chats. And then yeah. by the end, it was like um, I needed a decoder ring to read yeah. his chats because there was a lot of mixed consonants and vowels that made no sense. So I'm glad he survived. 15 shots. What are you, 21? Like, I fucking hell. Or, or built like Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, Jorge, Gunther wins at WrestleMania or Priest versus Balor for the title. I do like Gunther a lot. Yeah. He is very old school WWF. He yeah. is about his old school wrestling. I, I, I think, and he's the other one. I say, I, I think I mentioned him. I said he's, he to me is a very like traditional villain. Yeah. I like him a lot. Like him a lot. Um, so do you think he play he goes against he goes against Rollins and takes the takes the strap? If, well, he has the strap. If uh, and oh, he may get a double, that's what I'm saying he has the IC title. I know he, he may win the double titles. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll he see. Hockey's record. Yeah. If if he if he's if Rollins comes back healthy, then I think that's the match. You got to have that. Yeah, you got. I think that's probably the good idea to do. I think that would. I'd love to see it since Warrior like him have both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It'd be, exactly. It'd be great. Um. Oh, how about and that other dude? The Steiner's kid. What's his name? Braun. Oh, yeah, Braun Breaker. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. That yeah. that was about all pretty old school too. That he reminded me of the Ultimate Warrior when he came in. I said in my watch along that he I I, I rarely get scared watching somebody in the ring, and he scares the shit out of me. He, that was, he was great, ferocious. I, yeah, yeah. Speed uh, and power. Speaking of which, at least Braun took Brock's Rumble spot. Yes. Braun, so yeah, I heard two different things. One one said that he took Brock's. The other said that Pat McAfee took Brock's. Mm. So. I think Braun took Brock's spot because okay. of the spots that he had with Gunther and other people. Yeah. That would have been uh, Brock's place to do all of that. So that makes more sense to me. I think McAfee's was more, I think they were having fun with McAfee's spot and just wanted to throw him in there because they like him so much. Yeah, it was it was a nonsense spot. Um, Ronetta, W. Guys, I just finished watching The Feast of Fishes, episode <laughs> of The Bear. It's the best. And I haven't felt that much tension in a long time. That was crazy-ass acting. Give Jamie Lee that Emmy. I couldn't believe she wasn't nominated for that. I yeah. couldn't believe it. How was she not nominated for that performance? I was like, that was one of her best performances ever. I was, I couldn't believe it. And the bear was getting nominated. For, it wasn't like, oh, they were just overlooking the bear. The bear was nominated for everything. Right, right. How did they, how did they miss that? Yeah, how, how, did she, how did she not get nominated for that? That's, I, that, that to me was a bigger snub than uh, Margot Robbie. <laughs> Way bigger snub. You might be right. You might be right. It was so the, the tension there was oh, was incredible. I was hanging off the walls watching. Oh, that so good! Everybody, and I think you said it, and, and recently I think Winston said it too. Mm -hmm. Everybody liked the 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 episode afterwards a little mm -hmm. bit better. Um, not me. Yeah. I, this one to me, this was like an A twenty four film. 
Yeah, yeah, in forty minutes. It, right, it yeah. was so it was it's incredible. Yeah. It it I walked out of that episode very much so like Renetta. I walked out of my room, I was watching, and I was like like this, and I said to my wife who was watching something else, I was pretty much just talking to myself, but I said it out loud, <laughs> and I go, That's probably one of the best episodes of TV I've ever watched. She's like, Good. <laughs> she didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but I was like, I was yeah. just like in this other, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, it was, it was incredible. We had been binging the series and after that episode, we stopped. For, you had to take a break. Like a day or two. You had to. It was crazy. You had yeah. to take a break. Yeah. Um, this one I got to use. This one I got to use. I got to show. Renette okay. also said I use AG1. Mm. I like the fact that all my vitamins nice. and nutrients are all in one package. I'm telling you. And AG1's got to keep coming back. So get them. Try them. You'll love it. Yeah. Tim. Good Tim Sim. Hope you guys are doing great. And it sucks to hear the punks out of action for months. Yeah. Should we see him back in action at SummerSlam at the earliest? What do you think, Roger? Yeah, I think that's the right move. SummerSlam is going to be a big uh, uh, pay-per-view coming out of this WrestleMania or premium live event. Because right. I think The Rock's going to be involved in WrestleMania, helping Cody win. And then it's going to be the head of the table versus The Rock at SummerSlam. That's what I think is going to happen, Roman Reigns. And then you'll see Punk start some feud with somebody maybe rollins after rollins loses the gunther mm -hmm. uh, that could be the way of keep punk, keeping punk involved in wrestlemania maybe he helps uh gunther in some oh, ways yeah yeah that'd be pretty great yeah. that'd be great if he did that um west nelson am i dumb or am i the only one who's confused while watching dune look i can get i get it if you if if you do i'll tell you right now that if especially if you're watching it at home and you do this for a second while watching dune you're out <laughs> yeah you're done you're, you're done <laughs> You've got to be locked in on that movie. Yeah. And that's why I think another reason why it was so beneficial to watch it on the big screen again, because you right, just you can't check your phone. Yeah. Now you can't check your phone, but you're also the sound is yeah. just it just engulfs you in the whole thing. And you're just like, whoa, what? I, I mean, I felt like it was on the on those planets when I was it was just it was so it was it's just so good. But I I know, I mean, I don't know. I I I I can understand, I think I understand confused more than I understand um bored. I understand confused. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Carlton Rudder. Where do you think Star Wars would be today if George Lucas has not sold to Disney? A better or worse place? Another fantastic show as always. I, you know, Thank I you. don't know the answer to that question because there's too many variables involved. And the reason I say that is you can look at look at something like the Clone Wars animated series. Mm. George was very heavily involved in that. There were yes, some right. fantastic stories in that, in that, in those for sure. The and and George was involved in when George released control and let two other people direct movies um during the original trilogy, and he was handling story and he let someone else kind of do some screenwriting and everything too. Worked out pretty damn well. Mm. So if he held control, you know, you probably wouldn't have gotten the amount of volume, which some people might say might be a good thing as far as the shows and stuff, but he he was working on a TV show. Yes, the Underworld one, yeah. With Ron Moore. Yeah. He was working on that. Um, and that already was pretty encouraging. So would he have given up control to other directors and and put and would he have just focused on trilogies? Would he have made standalone movies? Would he have done I don't know? Um yeah. or would he have just done I need to direct everything? Because that wasn't because I still think that if you would have had him as the the producer and the consultant on and you know writing the story for the prequels yeah and regardless of what kind of nostalgia you had for them and i and i have a second love for the prequels now that i that i didn't have on years ago but they could have been better sure. better written 
And I think Filoni's starting to fall in that in that path. By the way, his writing on Ahsoka is is not good. Yeah, it's not good. There's some great story stuff, but he's not a good dialogue writer. And that should also you should you should be able to say, hey, let's get. I have access to all this shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so especially when you're calling the shots. What do you think? Uh, well, like you said, it's a lot to factor in. But he was getting older, and I don't know necessarily that we would have gotten the level of content that we got. And I don't know if the, we certainly would have gotten the volume. Because remember, these are independent movies. Like he does them and has the studios distribute them. Right. By the time we did the prequel trilogy, those were all independent films that he funded and then sold to the studio, the studios to distribute. So it's a different situation. But no way would we have the volume we have now for sure. But perhaps there'd be slightly better quality. But it's not George Lucas directing. Like, you know, it was the other people directing the better installments in the films, in my opinion. So I think it would have been different. And we'd have just as mixed of a bag as we have now. Yeah. Because remember, the reason he left is because people were pissed off and angry about the the uh, the prequel trilogy and all of that. So, yeah. I, I hate to say it, because I don't want to get into this whole... I, I think we'd be in better shape. I I, I do. Right. I, I, because even as, as he was getting older, I think that they probably would have lent it to... You know, look, he, he found... Maybe Filoni takes over quicker, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but then who's to say that? I mean, I, I used to be very high on Filoni. I'm not as high anymore. Right. Um, so I don't know necessarily how good of an idea that would be either. Who knows? Yeah. Galagos, have you heard this joke? A ghost, a queen, and a badass walk into IMAX theater. Dune 2, baby. Jan Page and I already <laughs> got our IMAX tickets. I love that. That's great, dude. I'm so excited for you guys, too. That, I'm, it's, yeah. That's my that's my number one. Is it, uh, I don't know. What's your number one most anticipated? That's none of your business. I'm oh, still you haven't done it yet? Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, done it yet. So. All right. Don't brag. It's don't brag. Don't brag. All right. Uh, Timothy R. Williams. Today, folks, wanted to say love you both. Guru. Thanks, man. Appreciate congratulations it. To, uh, and congratulations. Timothy got married. Congratulations, oh. Timothy, uh, for your recent nuptials. Uh, shout out to you and Mrs. Williams. Congratulations. That's really yeah. great. Um, Galagos follows it up. Also got to see Dune 2 at Universal. Oh, also go see the Dune 2 at Universal as we shown in the fa uh, film in the same rate, taller IMAX aspect ratio as Oppenheimer was. Mm. Too many Limax. There are a lot of Limax. There's no yes. doubt about that. And I think that the problem is I'm probably going to see it at a Limax, to be honest. Um, <laughs> because I just, dude, I drove I drove to a, to a, a regular IMAX theater in, in Burbank. Mm. But when I left, it took me, and because of traffic, it yeah. took me hour and 35 minutes to get there it only took me 20 minutes to get home it took me 20 minutes to get home it took me an hour and 35 minutes to get home and i was like i i don't know if i can do this again um i don't miss that about i don't miss that about la that's for sure no and then galgus follows it up yeah. again but real question have you seen the official dune 2 popcorn buckets no are they yeah. awesome are they awesome john you've seen them talk about blue chew you take a look at those things man <laughs> so they are unsettling they are um, unsettling if you haven't google it right now yeah. much love thank you so much god it was very kind of you as always i'm always glad that you're able to join us on these live streams yeah. it's been a lot of fun these live streams and thank you everybody who's been it's got a ton of, we still got a lot of questions coming in so yes. thank you guys for everybody who's putting in the questions and and here we go my buddy andrew smith yeah. just giving you a little poke christian that's all right i'm curious if either of you watch dan's in-depth breakdown of the dceu when it comes to the box office i have not but i will because i dan dan's one of the best when it comes to that stuff and breaking down film, breaking down box office, I do go and check out his stuff and I'm like, Hey, I'm feeling um, dumb. I want to feel dumber. So I go and I, <laughs> I, and I go and check out um, Dan's stuff because it's, it's, he's, he's so good. 
yeah. so good. And he doesn't make you feel dumb at all, by the way. He oh. makes you he makes you feel in, involved. And um, and I would love to go check that out. Yeah, for sure. Oh man, look at this. Oh. hundred bucks. The first wow. rate, Nate, the best of all time in here. The goat. Super stoked that my 49ers squeezed their way through to the Super Bowl. And you said it, John. You said they were gonna make it, didn't you? Yep. Who did yeah, you? You said the Ravens, though. Didn't I you? did think the Ravens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and crazy excited for Dune too. This is part of the book that cooks and never stops. Yeah, you can tell that in the trailer alone. That it yeah. Cooks. As far as the, um, yeah, people were saying that the the WWE had their best show over the weekend, but they were talking about the NFL. <laughs> people think that it's like exactly. they always say it's it's scripted. Do you think that do you think there's any merit to the scripted? No, those are all people who are just mad that their team lost. Listen, yeah. we're all fans, which is short for fanatic. So we're not going to be logical when we're looking at these kinds of things. And listen, some people throwing up that defensive pass interference. If his dumbass hadn't thrown into a triple coverage, it wouldn't have mattered. So it, this is the thing at the end of the day. And we're going to, can I do a plug? We're going to talk about it more at 5 p.m. PT live today on the Game Time Sports Channel. Me and Winston A. Marshall. We're going to break those games down. So come join us today at 5 p.m. PT, man. Yeah, and again, Nate, thank you for your generous, very. Yeah, generous. thank you, Nate. That was that was more than uh, more than generous. Thank you. Very, very much. And uh, yeah, the Super Bowl, it's not this week, it's next week. And it's also yeah. when they're getting the Deadpool trailer, is what they say. Yes. And apparently a wicked trailer as well. So we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, B Skywalker, since Cody won, does that mean we aren't getting Roman versus The Rock? Also, Tiffany was fire. Tiffany was Stratton. Yeah. She was oh, great. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. What's going on with the, because The Rock made it seem like he was going to fight Roman. At let's the, let's be real, there? bro. Let's be real, bro. Yeah. I mean, if if The Rock will tear every muscle off his bones if he goes and wrestles right now. I mean, he's just not he's not, not in that shape to do right. it anymore. And so I don't think The Rock versus Roman is what you do at WrestleMania. I think The Rock interferes to help Cody. I think even Rikishi might get involved at WrestleMania because this is the whole family, the Maivia family, man. Yeah. And so I think they're all going to get involved, and Cody ends up winning one legacy family, helping the a member of the other legacy family win. Over a member of their own family because their rock hits crazy. Rock hits Rikishi or something. Uh, I think because no, Rikishi is the father of the Usos, so I, I think he'll get involved maybe uh, to bring the Usos back it for the Rock. We'll do Rock, but um, then the Rock. I think the Rock will wrestle at SummerSlam, which is less of a commitment, okay. less of a time. Oh, like, against Roman for revenge. yes, against Roman for like head of the table or whatever. Yeah, That's that'll pretty, be a twenty. Yeah, and then there's and then there's revenge because he cost he cost him the title exactly. And then Roman goes away yeah. for a while and comes back as a face. Yeah. Okay. This the Sundowners Club isn't wicked coming out around right. Christmas. If so, that will make a billion. Other than that, Despicable Me Four will make the most money of two of twenty twenty four over a billion. I did say that Wicked in my thing that Wicked was the one that if it hits, that one could be a phenomenon. If they get it right, yeah. If they get it right, that one could be a phenomenon. Um, that would. But there's only been remember though before two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. There was no movie. There was no movie in December that had ever even crossed a hundred million opening weekend mm. before the, the 2015. Now, since then, there have been quite a few movies that have hit a billion dollars um, in in December, and mm. I think Avatar being the last one that's hit in in December. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, No Way Home, I think was was December. So there's been tons of movies that have come out in in December that have hit a billion. So if it has that kind of hype, 100 yeah. percent that Wicked could absolutely do it it depends on as john said if they get it right but yeah that's that's got to be in the list right john yeah 100 i mean look uh greatest showman made almost 500 million dollars and that does not have 
anywhere near the star power, although Hugh Jackman was the only star, really. Michelle Williams, but not really. You know, you've got an incredible amount of stars coming together for this one. So if they nail this one and the people love it, people love it from the Broadway show, they're all going to go see it multiple, multiple times. And especially if it's a family-oriented right. film, Christian, even more so during the Christmas holidays. Yeah, this is going to get a lot of people in the theater, It's if especially if it hits. Absolutely. Yeah. Luke walks the sky 54. Thank you very much, Luke. Hey, Christian and John, I love the live show as always. Thank you. So one out of two. Christian, I just saw Godzilla minus, uh, point 0.1 minus color, and it was beautiful. It was so impactful, and it made Godzilla look more terrifying in black and white. I hear good things. I'm going. I hear good things. But You're going? I'm going tomorrow. I, My afternoon uh, gift. It's funny when people say, though, you're going to watch the black and white. I'm like, I've seen it in color. I don't need to see it in black. <laughs> I don't need, but I'm glad if people, if, if it, it works. And But I'm also, look, I'm this is the same asshole face that said i don't need to see dune in the theater i got it my big screen i got popcorn i'm good stupid idiot like like i'm so glad that i saw that in in imax i'm so glad i got a chance to see it in imax i would have been so mad at myself if i never saw it in imax and i had the opportunity to yeah so will i feel the same way about godzilla black and white i don't know but i'm glad you're gonna see it mm. yeah um b skywalker any chance we can get you two to do a wrestling show the problem is that john watches everything uh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he's he's way more into it these days than I am. I mean, I can talk about it. I, I'll watch the big pay per views and I pay attention. Like I said, I skim through Raw. I'll probably watch Raw more when it's on Netflix for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. I now are they do you know? Is there any more details in the Netflix deal? Like, are you gonna? Is it gonna essentially serve as the old like WWE Network? Can you access like mm. all the old school stuff? I think you'll yeah you'll be able to have all of that, but I'm gonna be curious to see how they work out SmackDown and NXT because those are on two different networks. Right. So will they be able to? Because I mean, so uh, Peacock, Raw. Raw, didn't, Raw didn't live on Peacock immediately after it was shown. Right. You, had to, you had to wait a bit. Same thing on the WWE Network. So I with Netflix, it's immediately on there. But well, I think the yeah. stuff is gonna be well, but there. that's the thing is that the deal yeah. was announced that Raw lives there. Not all. Yeah. The, so does Peacock still have anything to do with it or no? They do until next year. Until and next then year, I think right. they're going to figure out what they're going to do with that legacy stuff. That's what I mean. Like, where yeah. do I want? Where do, where can I watch all that other stuff? Because yeah. it just says in Netflix, it just says Netflix has Raw. It doesn't right. say that. So there's not a lot of detail to it yet. So I'm very excited to see where that's going to go because I actually prefer the WWE Network right in the way that they ran it like you could find so there's so oh. you, could, you, you found like i used to go to the old madison square garden house shows yeah yeah all those were on there mm -hmm. all the old school madison square garden house shows were on there yeah yeah yeah. like they're, they're like right. i wish there's got to be a place that you can access that stuff again yeah the awa stuff the a the, the old school wcw it. stuff yeah. or ecw stuff it was great to watch. i loved that i loved that network that and, and that that network Helped me like when I, when I was when I was doing Schmodown mm. and we were starting to really amass an audience in like 2016. I got I, I purchased the the WWE Network to mm -hmm. kind of get my my wrestling kind of juices flowing again, right. and right. I would go back and watch the old stuff, and that's how I started to get a uh, you know new to the to all the new wrestlers. I didn't know any of them, and I started yeah. learning them through that. So yeah, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Luke walks the sky 54 follows up and says, Christian, speaking of minus one please check out the original 1954 uh gojira as it is just an impactful and important as this film minus the cg uh minus the cgi just man in suit i haven't seen did you see that one? Oh yeah growing yeah. up gojira i saw it multiple times okay yeah, yeah. that's it um so someone asked me this one 
So Ezekiel Barrera, what happened with the Star Wars Theory collab? I've talked about this many times, and I talked about this last week with, with John also. Is that it is very hard for me to do collaborations on other channels. It is very hard for me. I, I am a one-man band. I do everything by myself. I, I engineer all my shows. I do, What I don't like to do is to commit to people, commit to things, and then say, I can't do it. I don't like doing that. Um, it is very hard for me to do other shows. I do it very, very, very rarely um, because I have to do, I'm, I'm editing, I'm shooting here. I'm also a, a dad, you know, yeah. a husband, a husband. Um, yeah, screening us and doing all these different things. So and you're brainstorming. It, yes. It's a it's lot just, of time. It's just hard for me to do different collaborations with anybody right now. So uh, that's why. So this is Aisha Kenya. Hey. Hey, Christian Roca, did you hear about George Carlin's likeness being uh, being used in AG, yeah. AI generated comedy show? Scary Times of Living. I did. So this, and I and I listened to a bit of it, and then it, it is pretty crazy. So what it the, the thing is though, they do say, and this is what I what I I don't want to say liked about it, but I but I respected about it, I will say. They start off by saying, look. This is not us trying to say that this is a George Carlin special. Right. I'm essentially doing an impression um, that in the way, because it's it's Will Sasso's channel, right? It's like, I'm essentially doing yeah. an impression here. We're just, we're doing an impression with AI. You know, you can feel however you want about that, but this is, we're not saying this is George Carlin saying this is us doing an impression of George Carlin and what it would be like if he was doing a stand-up special from beyond. I also understand very much so how his family was like, fuck that. Yeah. I get it. Um, I listened to a little bit of it. I did think that they got a lot of the cadence of the stuff and the way that he delivered, like how he would deliver jokes and how it was written and how they played into it and how what they, whatever they were doing. But I only listened to a little bit of it because George is my guy and it wasn't George. So that was yeah. it. Yeah. Did you listen to any of it? I have not, no. But I guess I'll listen to it just to give my own opinion because a number yeah. of people have asked me about it as well. So I should finally take some time and do it while I'm playing a video game. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. The Raven Effect. Hey, Christian and John, I having watched Silo recently, I'm reminded of how great an actress Rashida Jones is. She's quietly amazing in most of the shows she's in. I'm surprised we don't see her in more movies. Do you know I never watched Silo? Yeah, neither have I. The Rebecca Ferguson one? Yeah. yeah just heard it's, There's too much, Christian. I heard it's so good. Yeah. I heard it's so good, and I want I do, I do want to see it, but Rashida Jones is very good. She's always good in the stuff that she's in. Yeah, I loved her in Parks and Rec. Yeah. She's just, she's, not, not, she's just not one of those people that necessarily transfers over into movies, which is why you don't see her doing a lot of movies. Right. Uh, I think that's I think that's the number one thing. She knows where her where her bread is buttered, and that's on TV yeah. or small screen. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? Uh, how you go, Shawnee Bear. Roka, I'm 34. I'm not 21. <laughs> well, that's even less reason to be doing 15 shots, for God's <laughs> sakes. Man. I'm telling you, it's got to be built like Andre the Giant. Uh, speaking of shots, Shot Kid 29. Mm -hmm. Sorry if I missed Vince talk, but I wanted to say even if Vince's legal dis, uh, disproved 90% of the suit, he loses in court on the text alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think they'd be in the suit. They weren't verified. I, uh, I, yeah. hard, hard to disagree. Yeah. Those, those texts, not good. That was the difference. I'm yeah. telling you, the yeah. accusations were there. The yeah. texts are what made everything pop off, man. Yeah. And the texts were just disturbing in general because it's like the guy was texting like a, like a, like a deranged, like, yeah. eighth grader. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this, the way that he was talking, like, it's like you can, the fact that you, like, the fact that he was, you talk to somebody like that, if it is indeed, you know, his, his stuff, which is, yeah. as they said, it's, 
it's going to be hard to put that into a thing if unless you can verify then otherwise you're going to you're going to lose your case if you can't verify they're from him yeah i don't i don't know how you put that you, in the lawsuit you if you can't verify them you, yeah you can't otherwise you're going to lose your you're going to lose it because yeah, they, exactly. they prove they go that's not his phone that wasn't him right then then you're going to lose your suit so clearly yeah. when you put that stuff in there it's like that's that's uh that, yeah it's that i agree i think it's the most one of the most damaging if not the most damaging thus far rishi shukla in regards to Jamie Lee Curtis, it was because the Emmys were considering season one of oh, the okay. Ah, thank you. Okay. Thank you. That's good to know. Okay. I didn't well, then never mind. It's not the biggest snub. Season two will be eligible for the next Emmys. Oh, is that okay. I, I did not know that. Well, well that's the confusing part because some yeah. seasons from last year were in contention for awards, but not and then other seasons weren't. So it was confusing about the Emmys of right. because it was pushed because of the strikes. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, right? all of that. Yeah. yeah, that's probably another reason why because it was supposed to happen. Yeah, all right. Yeah. uh luke walks the sky again thank you luke and also godzilla has surpassed the 100 million box office mm -hmm. worldwide and has become the third highest grossing foreign film in the u.s uh takashi yamazaki deserves the oscar i, mean, I think they're, i think they're gonna get it for um i mean well i don't know get it but at least they got the nomination for special effects yeah, yeah for which sure. is great um but man yeah i would have loved that movie to get nominated for best foreign film at least but it didn't yeah yeah oh <laughs> No. Lachlan Morris, can't wait to head to Elimination Chamber in Perth next month, but I'm seriously oh, yeah. worried the entire roster will be injured by the time I get there. I know. <laughs> well, I saw I saw also solid comment that I guess they, this is the same injury that Punk had. Yes. Um, and was out nine months last time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you saw him. He was kind of crutching his arm. Oh, yeah. when, or crutching. Clutching his arm when he, when he I guess, whoever. McIntyre. McIntyre delivered his. Claymore, is that what happened? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was McIntyre delivered to finish her, and then afterwards, Punk was just shaking his arm and then yeah. talking to the female. Okay. About it, yeah. There's Luke again. Luke, crushing hey. really. Saw saw Dune for IMAX, and wow, better the third time around. I got my tickets for the fan screening on of her Dune two on the 26th of February. Love the sneak peek. No spoilers. How about the popcorn bucket? I got to see this popcorn bucket that everyone's Dude. talking about. It's just it's insane. Is it, is, what is it? The size of a sandworm? Uh, it is a sandworm. And, oh, it's and, yeah. You got to stick your hand through the sandworm's oh, really? mouth to get your popcorn in. It looks. Oh, holy moly! It looks uh, vaginal dentata is what I'll say. It looks <laughs> like. Remember that movie Teeth? Yes, yes. Steve Frederick, thank you for recommending my new favorite show, Reacher. I don't know yeah. if you've said this, but he has to be cast as Terminator if they do a new movie. I mean, yeah, um, uh, yeah, but I, you know, it's it's, but if they do it again. In the same way that I think, because we had, you know, we had Snyder on uh, Ooh, yeah. last week. You can you come on the show. Some turd, by the way, came on. I shouldn't call him a turd, but some somebody came on and was like and said, "Hey, don't have Snyder on your show. Roka's got that covered already." I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't, the guy's not allowed to be on any other shows. What are you talking about? Um, so hilarious. He, yeah, he came on. He came on to talk about a bunch of things, but he's talking about Jurassic Park. Yeah, he said that Jurassic Park could probably be the one that they're going to scale back and make like the smaller movie. I think it's a brilliant move if they actually do it. It's what I've been calling for, and I think Terminator should follow suit. Yeah, um, but I could see Alan Richardson, Richardson doing yeah, the Richardson, uh, yeah, yeah, I could see him doing it for sure. Yeah, but you know it's exhausting, Chris. You know to keep that size, it's a lot of work. That guy is getting bigger by the second. Too. I know, dude. Him and the Rock, he, he could be a wrestler. He could absolutely 100%. be a wrestler. That guy 100%. for sure. Um, so here's another one. Lee Scott, how about a WrestleMania recap show? Well, I'm sure John's going to be doing are you, are you Are you going to do a watch along for two days? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did last year. It was a lot of fun. I'll do it again this year. I need to do the Monday morning after show. That's what I need to keep forgetting to do that. The Monday morning after, because people like to still like to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as far as me, you got to remember, again, 
Saturday, John watches it on Saturday and Sunday, and he's done by Sunday night. <laughs> I'll probably be done by Sunday night the following week. Yeah. Because like I've got to like even like my wife does not understand like the why like she when I was watching it, she's like, This is still on. I'm like, Yeah, it's an event. She's like, yeah. how long has this been on? It's been over it's over an hour and a half. I'm like, that's just one match. I'm like, I'm watching the, the rumble right now. And she's like, How long is this? And because my my little one, by the way, yeah. was the one my little one, my six and a half year old was really into the rumble, by the way. Mm, no, that's she, great. She was really into the rumble. She drew this picture. I can't remember the two wrestlers, the two women wrestlers. She drew a picture. It was amazing afterwards. Who's the one with purple hair? Can't oh, well, Oscar probably. No, it wasn't Oscar. No, it wasn't Oscar. Oh. no, and it was the other one. But uh, but either way, she drew, and and so she. I was like, we're going to turn this off now, May. And she's like, one more, one more. So she snuggled up next to me. Watch, we watched the 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 fatal four way match. Oh yeah. And then she went, and then she went to sleep. But she set up all of her stuffed animals the next day to do wrestling matches. It was pretty adorable. Um, it was awesome. All right, so let's see. Anthony Perez with the success of the of the beekeeper. What would you think of air of air going to Marvel? I could see him directing a Punisher Wolverine film. I think he needs to keep doing his own shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, dude, that experience scarred him, and I don't. And I think comic book fans are like, look, enough already. Stop talking about it so much. So I don't think he goes to Marvel for a while if that happens. Yeah, there's no reason for him. B Skywalker, what'd you think of Jade Cargill's debut? I thought it was fantastic. Yep. So I didn't know a lot about her. She was a AEW, yeah. yeah. Big uh, undefeated. She was like Goldberg in AEW. Oh, was she? For like almost two years. Okay. Yeah. So, and well, so they capitalized on that. Mm -hmm. And I thought that she, I mean, I would have understood if they had her win. And I thought yeah. well, they yeah. would have had her win and turned her into the next Goldberg and had her beat. Um, and had her win and then had her fight against uh, Rhea. At, yeah. um, uh, they're probably building up to that a little bit more, but oh, totally. have them fight. At WrestleMania would have been massive, but I thought I thought they executed her stuff with her and Liv Morgan. I thought it was done, yeah, brilliant. Thought it was done brilliantly. Yeah. I think what you're looking at with Bianca, Rhea, and Jade is the new Rock, Triple H, and the Stone Cold mm. on the women's side, and I think yeah. that's what you're looking at yeah. uh, coming up here in the future. Yeah, and the stuff the way she dumped uh, Nia Jax. Or Nia Jax having a good, having a good sec, uh, uh, most recent run, by the way. She's yes. had her problems and stuff too, and 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 you know, it's been said to be the, the, not popular because of her kind of stiff stuff that mm -hmm. she's done. She's, I think, she's kind of come around because well, she's not hurting people anymore. She's not hurting people anymore, and and then Becky Becky Lynch is still. I, Becky Lynch is still very popular, but yeah. like she's just kind of you know, it's one of those things where she. It's just so hard to get back to where she was. She was like the she was like the female Stone Cold for, uh, at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. And it'll spin back around. You know, she's still in the conversation. So yeah, interesting. All right, Shawnee Bear, my new fiance, drank ten. That. Oh God. You're probably you're lucky that you both didn't get married already from getting so hammered. You don't even know it. Probably too drunk to get. Married. Yeah. So let's see, Ben. Well, yet, where do they go with Seth now that Punk is hurt? We say, yeah, probably Gunther. Yeah, Gunther. That's probably that's probably the best one for sure. And, and look, Seth's hurt himself. So, you know, they're both hurt. Yeah. So you got to yeah. go with Gunther if he comes back in time. Uh, last one here. Mm. Luke walks the sky. Gary Busey needs his own action movie called Hit and Run. <laughs> uh, I believe that when I was going at a very steady speed at 23.7 miles per hour i would go towards the left and i would go towards the right and try to take the car up when the car was going up it would not go essentially on the wall so it went through the wall during that time i went 
directly into a a, a Nutribar. Do you know what a Nutribar is, Mr. Roker? <laughs> uh, no, please tell me. It is delicious bit of of graham cracker and and essentially some strawberry. And inside of it, I ate it and hit someone on the way out, and they said stop, and I said no. And my, I don't know if that one's if, uh, that's tied with Arnold. Like my two favorite are his, that Gary and Arnold. Those are my two favorite that you do. It's a tie. It's Gary, Shawnee Bear. I forgot to say the internships is paid fifteen. And Roka. Yeah, congratulations, bud. He got a he got a, a internship here at a company he's right. really been looking forward to. So congratulations, bud. That's amazing. And, and um, you do pay. That's what I said. Why did you tell Jeff to get an intern? You got to pay interns in California. Who said that? Yeah, you've got to. He said you told him to get an intern uh, when he was on the show with you. Oh, right? Steph said that. Oh, Steph said it. Oh, Steph. I don't, really yeah, I don't to pay that. You got to pay interns. Man. Yeah, you got to pay interns. Um, no, same thing. I no, I didn't say that. I think he. I think he needs to start a YouTube channel. What he needs to do? He needs to start. I mean, he's just—he's like my dad with Skype, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know how to use it, but it's like if he—if he knew, I mean, five-minute scoop videos, man. Yeah, I would clean up, clean up. Yeah, he have to do a whole thing, whole setup, and he doesn't want to learn how to do the setup. So no, he's got to figure that out anyway. All right, well, that's the show today, guys. Thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. As always, we're live um, on Mondays. John, thanks for joining me again, buddy. Where give uh, tell them where to find you. Always a blast, brother, man. I love hanging out with you now on these Mondays. It's a good way, uh, you know, to keep contact with you, keep in touch with you as a friend. Um, and, yeah, you guys can find me at The Roca Says on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, The Outlaw Nation on Twitch. My YouTube channel, youtube.com slash John Roca Says. You guys have been so great at getting Chris to 121, getting to 200. I'm just trying to get to 50. So if you want to hang out and come see the stuff we got going on, we got the Hot Mic, the Jedi Way, my uh, trailer reactions, reviews, um, and the Geek Buddies all over there, plus new stuff coming down the road so come take a chance on the channel and see what you think but we'd love to have you come aboard to subscribe and then my other podcasts uh the geek buddies the top 10 and the cinephiles we're now in the middle of our season of scorsese we'll be talking goodfellas raging bull and last temptation of christ so thanks dude and thanks for having me on again it's always a blast to see you brother yeah same man I, I i have really been enjoying these monday shows and i've been enjoying the audience that seem to have been really liking it too so i'm glad that you just can do it as john said check out his channel because the hot mic as i said i i can't go, can't go a week without watching it. Even if I don't agree with the guys, I like watching because a lot of times I do agree with them. A lot of times I don't, but it's funny because I have a direct contact that you guys don't. So when I don't agree with something John says, I can text them. <laughs> I like doing that. It's fun. <laughs> um, so for John Roca and myself, again, if you're brand new to the channel, you've been here before, hit that subscribe button. If you are watching, if you're in the live chat, and well first of all if you put in a uh, super chat today and you asked a question thank you if you threw in a regular comment thank you if you clicked like thank you if you can um please please check check out one of our sponsors because if you do and you get it like it's going to keep us going and it's going to keep the show going and i have another great show i'm excited to do tomorrow with me and riley it's the uap tuesday show it'll be up uh, around 9 a.m tomorrow morning so make sure you check that out i got dj wildred on on the show this week i don't know if he's coming in on wednesday or thursday you know roxy's going to be on this week finally um and then uh friday is capes and cows i'll be doing the argyle out of the theater reaction if there's no embargo i'll be doing it tomorrow night if there's an embargo then you'll see it when the embargo lifts that's all i can tell you so thanks for everything that you guys have uh have done i appreciate you patreon if you want to go over there check it out but that's it it is the big thing it is live for me and john roca that's it we'll see you later bye thank you <laughs>